This one goes out to the conscious entrepreneurs here to make a difference in a big way. Welcome to the Heart, Soul, and Guts podcast. You've got the vision. You've heard the call. The world needs what you have to give, and you're ready to show up. Exactly how that's going to happen, that part's not so clear. Dreaming it and living it, two very different things. Deep breath, sister, you're in the right place. Amy Biondini is crazy about people and about business, and she's here to help you. It's time to get out of stuck and into action aligned with your soul. Are you ready? Here's Amy. Terry DeCavoltroff loves time traveling into the past and the future with clients as their transformational catalyst, exposing and rewiring limiting beliefs, helping clients to become all they have dreamed they can be. Terry, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm thrilled to be here, Amy. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Why don't we just dive right in? Why don't you go ahead and give me the Cliff Notes version of your life? What are the highlights? Okay. I've been an entrepreneur for about 25 years. And yeah, through that whole experience, what I found actually initially, I had a brick and mortar business. So I liked the feeling of having that sort of independence and being able to do my own thing. But what I found, there was always this fear and angst holding me back from really, you know, being the powerful business person and entrepreneur that I could be. So I started doing a lot of personal development work. And a lot of that really did help. And it certainly gave me a lot of insights. But I found that I still, you know, would go back to my old ways. So I did keep searching and I found something that's the work that I'm doing now that really kind of permanently shifted me from the inside out. And I think we all know that, you know, success is an inside job. So that really was the biggest highlight, you know, finding something that can permanently shift me in my just the whole way that I am and, you know, just remove a lot of that fear and that inner chatter. And it was fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine that sounds fantastic (laughs) to have that all removed. Tell me more about what that was like to discover a way to do that. Well, I think one of the most interesting things was where it all came from. I had no idea. And I think, too, just learning that this fear and this angst that I had inside of me was actually trying to get my attention. It was really what I should have been paying attention to instead of trying to ride over it with positive, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, yeah, it's really just learning that that was what needed to be addressed in the strangest places that it came from <laughs> the things that showed up i can share some of the stories with you if you like yeah please do if you okay so one of the most interesting ones was when i was between the ages of one and two and you know this was actually a positive memory in my mind so that was interesting too And a lot of times we don't remember these things, but I remember this clearly. My dad used to stand us on his hands. He would lift us to the ceiling until we touched it. And then he would drop us, you know, just drop us free fall through the air. So it was really thrilling and exciting. But initially it was very scary and your legs would wobble and, you know, it was quite scary. And my mother would be there not very encouraging. You're going to hurt the kid. So the belief that I established at that age was that success is scary but I will do it anyway. So every time I had to do something new in my life, I would have that same sensation. Like my legs were literally almost wobbly, (laughs) but I would do it. You know, I was determined because I had success with it. So now, you know, when I set out to do something, you know, my legs aren't so wobbly. (laughs) And my new belief is, you know, success is fun and I can do it. 
I love that. I love that reframe. And it's interesting oh. how we hold on to these stories from childhood and we don't even realize so, so much of the time how they're still running the show in some ways. So true. And it's quite fascinating. Mm, it is. You never suspect to go back to those moments. You really don't. You really don't. It kind of, it gets, gets lost, I think. I really think. conscious, buried memory and reaction definitely gets triggered like it did for me and others. I'm curious as to why you decided that that was something that's obviously very powerful for you, but then why you decided or how you decided that that's something that you wanted to then... Line of work? Yeah. Because I did have that angst and that fear. And, you know, it wasn't really interesting because for me, that was just normal. It's like I didn't know that, you know, the rest of the world didn't have this angst and fear. And for me, it was actually more like in the body. It was like this nervous energy. So I just lived with it forever and didn't think anything of it. You know, I knew that I had blocks and I didn't kind of, it was difficult to move forward. I really wanted to just be more and do more. And I was tired of, you know, feeling sort of held back. So I always kept searching. I've been doing courses for so long. And some of the things that I tried, you know, really seemed like I was pushing against myself and it was just too hard and it just created more angst. For example, like the affirmations and stuff like that, I just couldn't do them anymore because it was just like fighting against Against myself. Hmm. I was just creating more turmoil in my head. I'm like, you know, there had to be a better way. And I've always had this attitude that, you know, you can go out and learn things, you can go out and know more, and there's got to be solutions to problems. I've actually even encountered illness and cured myself when the doctors had written me off. I really have experienced all of that and know that there's a solution to all, all things. I love that. And I think even just having that, that frame of mind is so powerful. It's always known there's always a solution. I think that's a much more empowering stance to come from. It really is. And you know, when you want solutions, they come to you. It's true. It's true. Mm. Definitely. So you've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. So I guess that's, is that something you've always wanted to do? Has that always been the way your mind works in terms of, I want to run my own business? I think so. I remember like just being a teenager and fantasizing about owning a store. <laughs> okay. What was it about that that fascinated you? Yeah, I think I just like the idea of that ownership and the one in charge mm-hmm. <laughs> being the one calling the shots. Boy, you know, certainly not just that. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I kind of like that powerful position that it, you know, holds for you. How did you first get started to be an entrepreneur? Oh my God, I was so young and I really just was quite naive and literally was, you know, my kids had started school and literally drove by a rented store and said, let's open a business there. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly how I did it. I asked my sister if she would join me. And at that time I was in a different line of work altogether. Mm -hmm. That was how it started. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping in with both feet. Exactly. You know, everyone says jump, but you know, there's a little more to it than jump. (laughs) I'm good at jumping. (laughs) And I had that business for 20, 20 something years. So it was successful. It was successful. It supported me. Mm -hmm. Which is very helpful. How was that in terms of then switching? Did you switch? Did you do it alongside running your store? How did that pan out in practice? Did it alongside. So that was okay. I mean, I am on my own, so I'm committed to doing that and hired the help that I needed when I finally figured out what kind of help I actually needed. 
<laughs> yeah, that can be a challenge yeah. sometimes. It really was a bit. I'm just being patient and just learning to acknowledge, you know, the steps that I take. That is progress, even though maybe that step didn't bring in money. Okay, well, I hired somebody to do this for me now, and, and I'm doing this podcast. And sometimes I literally pat myself on the back for each step, you know, just keeping my eye on the goal at the same time. Because I think we can get easily bogged down with what's not working instead of recognizing where we actually have taken steps towards our goal. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important to recognize the distance traveled and not just see what we're still striving to. So I love that you do that. I love that you celebrate the milestones from the journey because that's so important. Mm-hmm. Particularly yeah. when you work for yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> there's not always people there to do it for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thing that I learned to give myself what I can't always get from others, mm-hmm. you know, to give myself the encouragement or what I didn't hear from somebody that I wanted to hear. I'll give that to myself. I love that. That's and beautiful. It's reliable. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. That's a definite positive. <laughs> you know, what I would love to dive in with you about is around this idea of being a, the mindset and being an entrepreneur, because it can be quite lonely and it can be quite a mindset shift to step into that kind of new role where you are the boss, because it absolutely is a position of power. There are some interesting things to navigate along the journey as well. Well, I think it's everything, really. I really truly believe that we create our realities from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the most important thing that people need to address if things aren't turning out the way they are holding them to or adding them to. It's usually, you know, just something from the inside. And that's not to, you know, for people to start blaming themselves. It's just for people to become aware that there's things that you can do to look inside and see, you know, What are my unconscious thoughts or beliefs that are holding me back or are tripping me up? And, you know, trying to flip that around somehow. I mean, there's many ways to do that. And I love, obviously, the way I do that because it works with the unconscious mind and the conscious mind. And, yeah, just I think it's one of the most important things that, you know, we do create our reality. And it's important to find out what's going on behind your scene, (laughs) your scenes in your mind, because they are often under our awareness. We are not even conscious of them. Just like I shared the story about, you know, my belief that success was scary. I had no idea that that was there. So digging and finding out and switching that around is imperative to our success. Absolutely. For someone who's maybe newer with the concept of our thoughts to kind of designing our reality, what's a good entry point to kind of start cultivating a mindset that supports us? Well, I think it initially just listening to and acknowledging, you know, what is actually going on. Okay, I do have fear. Oh, my palms are sweaty, <laughs> you know, when I go to, you know, make this call or put myself out there and just acknowledging that. I know that many people do suggest you know, saying affirmations. So you can try that and definitely see how that, how your body, how your mind reacts to that. Is there a lot of resistance or not? If that works for you, great. Keep doing that. And that, you know, the mind works with repetition as well as pictures and images. And that's why working with the unconscious mind works so effectively because we put in new pictures. So just getting started, recognizing and acknowledging where you are and trying different things and seeing what works for you. Most people have like about seven common limiting beliefs and at least one of those they have. And those are I'm not enough. I'm not love. I'm not lovable. I'm not safe. 
and I'm alone. So figuring those out, you can kind of figure out what you need to do from there. Yes, they sound rather familiar. Yeah, and it is funny when I think about my coaching experience, so the, those themes definitely do crop up over and over again. So that's really interesting that you mentioned that. With your clients, you mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yes, I've talked to a lot of coaches and they that's what they tell me too. I mean, it's the number one problem that they face is just getting people to believe in themselves. Definitely. And I think one of the areas, not just for coaches, but I think for entrepreneurs in general, which can perhaps trigger some kind of mindset things is around the whole idea of, you know, marketing. Because I think it's this whole idea that we're selling our services. It can feel scary. Yeah. I think it can feel really difficult for people to do it in an authentic way. Yes. Yes. And I think finding your voice is the authentic expression of you. Yeah. And that's difficult to find when it's clouded over with these, you know, limiting beliefs. You know, it is there. It's underneath of all of that. <laughs> it has to go past those to get out. And uh, so once you, you know, resolve some of these limiting beliefs, that voice can come out and be cultivated because it's really never been there on its own. And so it really doesn't even know how to express itself on its own without this, you know, cloud of unlimiting beliefs over it. So we clear those clouds and it's allowed to, you know, be who it always was and then it still needs to be you know practiced and used get better and better each time mm-hmm. so how do you navigate um, kind of marketing on that side of the business oh the marketing side well that was my biggest struggle for sure because I didn't know anything about the online marketing world and for me personally there was even a little bit of a disconnect it's like well, I don't get why these people are sharing their food <laughs> or you know why aren't they just doing marketing like because I come from the old advertising where you just put an advertisement out right workshop or whatever so plus it was the technology too and you know that's really what I hired out in the end that's what I needed the most help with just you know what are the marketing strategies I didn't want to you know have to go through it in trial and error I wanted to know what worked and what didn't and so I hired a professional for that and I'm really glad I did yeah absolutely I think there's something very powerful about knowing your strengths and knowing what to hire out Yeah. Otherwise, it's really just a distraction, which can lead to frustration. And, you know, you're not really, you know, using your time wisely and doing what you're really good at. Mm, Absolutely. Not that I don't want to learn that. And I am learning that. I've also taken a writing course so I can learn to express myself in words really well. Yeah. So there's lots to do as an entrepreneur. There is. Many, many hats to wear. Yeah. How do you balance being an entrepreneur with all the other hats you wear in your non-business life? I think in the beginning, it really was obsessive. (laughs) But luckily, I love to travel. So I always get a vacation in once a year, at least. That is part of my passion. I love traveling and cultures. And so I think the scenery is always really good. Just give yourself a break, put things into perspective and see the other side of life. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I know I have personal friends with a very good massage therapist. Oh, that's very handy. Very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, will get that every once in a while. And I'm also a conscious bars practitioner too. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but I, Um, so I run my, my bars run once in a while, which is also a very calming experience. What's involved with that? It's kind of interesting. It's touching different, just touching different points of the head and body. And they help the energy to flow and get unblocked in the body. Okay. And yeah, been around for quite a long time. Most people are doing great things in the world too. 
So, yeah, just another thing. And what I like about that is it is kind of self-care. You just lie there and, you know, have it done. So you just relax and Mm -hmm. let go of everything for a while. I love it. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. So how do you think self-care and success are interrelated? Well, I think everything is interrelated. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And definitely in my work, I felt like, okay, I fixed this, you know, or we went into this area because it was about money, but now your relationship is better. So I think it's the same thing with self-care. You know, when we are depleted, what can we give? So we need to fill ourselves up somehow, take time for us. And, you know, it just helps us feel important, grounded and recharged and ready to go again. So yeah, it's really important and I think definitely related to our success in a big way. Definitely. Have you noticed like a correlation of how easeful your business feels when you are taking care of yourself compared to where you aren't? Or is self-care something you're just really good at? No, I think I have to be prompted sometimes to do self-care. Yeah. And so, I <laughs> <laughs> and I think that prompt comes when I just like had enough <laughs> of doing, you know, whatever I'm doing for the business, you know, marketing, emails or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, I need a break. This is too much overload of one thing. Yeah. And I, I do take those cues. So I think one of the things that I learned is really to listen to, you know, the voices in my head for one, <laughs> the cues in my body and, you know, not push myself past the breaking point. That sounds like a very good idea. So if you could go back to kind of the you just getting started in your business, and this could be either as a your new store or in terms of your transformational business as a catalyst, transformational catalyst rather, what would the advice you would give to your earlier self? I think the advice I'd give to my earlier self would be like not to worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, here we are. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually one part of the work I do. You know, we go back to those childhood moments. It's like, hey, like, look at us. We're still alive. We made it. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> There's no need to worry anymore. So, yes, I actually have done that to my early self, <laughs> giving them that advice. Yeah, just to be, just to tune in more to what's really needed and to focus on what it is that's really needed instead of like searching in too many directions, trying to narrow your focus down a bit. You know, it's like I definitely had this experience and hired people that I really didn't need. But, you know, I told them the needs, and they didn't tell me that I I didn't need them. (laughs) And what I really needed all along was just somebody to help me, you know, with marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Just really tuning into yourself and knowing exactly what you need and not ignoring that. Because I think too many people ignore that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, that voice is there, you know. I mean, I've heard people give this advice and, you know, that maybe it works for some people, but it certainly didn't work for me. Like, shut up and go away. (laughs) Like, no, that's the voice that you need to listen to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yes, I think I would have tell my younger self, just listen to what's going on and those voices and those feelings. That's the real message that will change things. So true. Listening on the inside. Change the outside. (laughs) I love that. Do you have a particular quote, mantra or phrase that you live by or several? I think it really is that there's a solution to every problem. Mm -hmm. I thought it might be. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And I remember actually the hardest time I ever had to use that was when I was really sick and I, I couldn't walk. And, you know, I just said, well, I'm going to find a solution to this problem or I'm 
you know, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. I can't walk. Mm. And it's a while to find the solution, but I am in full range of motion again. That's amazing. <laughs> and I did doctors and yeah, found out what was going on. And I listened to it within too. I did. I sat and listened to within. We're like, what caused this? And what can I do about it? And I actually found out what caused it and what I could do about it. Well, that's amazing. Well, when you're pushed in a corner, I don't you know, encourage people to be pushed in a corner. <laughs> but for me, it was very empowering, too. Like, I mean, imagine like somebody being like pretty much handicapped and the doctor's writing you off and giving you, you know, all the numbers for disability and everything, you know, being pushed in that corner and just thinking, well, I have to like find my way out of here. <laughs> well, that's my life. Unfortunately, that is the way people do find their power sometimes is by being pushed in a corner. But I would not suggest that you wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. But I can also see the motivation. You know, when you're, when your back is against the wall, there is a yeah. motivation that comes out. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Again, yeah, I pat myself on the back for my inner strength. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Encourage everyone wants to do that too. Anything that you've overcome, give yourself a pat on the back. Oh, so important. Absolutely. Mm. Tell me about some amazingly helpful resources that you've discovered on your journey. I think really it was the process that I use now was the most amazing resource. Just like I said, it just really goes to the core of the issue and flips that around. So there's not a lot of effort on your part. It just, you know, all of a sudden you just start acting differently. And, you know, you don't even notice it because you didn't make any effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people start to tell you that or you see different results in your life. So that was definitely the best thing I ever found. Before that, I guess it was just really all the positive stuff. like which they make it sound easier than it is, though, you know, the secret and all of that. Well, that's all I have to do. <laughs> yeah. A little bit more involved, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> so, but I love the journey. Who are your, like, your teachers or the guides or the experts you look to for kind of inspiration and motivation? Well, I love anything Tony Robbins does. And I love, there was a quote of his, it's like, difficult client or unwilling coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I just love him and I've learned a lot from him. And then my personal mentor, Joanna Andrews, who actually is the one who taught me this process. She's amazing and has been through a lot in her life as well. I'm not the other side. Those would be the two that stand out the most. So what's going on in your life at the moment that you're most excited about? Well, I'm always the most excited and my real, where my heart is, is working one-on-one with clients. But I'm excited to, you know, just develop my own, my own voice. I'm enjoying doing podcasts and getting myself out there that way. I've always done workshops and I've taught many things in my life. So that seems to be a natural for me, although there's a new learning curve with this new business, like Mm -hmm. this different business. Yeah, just finding my writing voice. I just feel that it's really important about the message out there. There's no one's going to find me. So yeah, just using my voice, both on the written word and speaking on podcasts are really, I'm really enjoying it. Beautiful. I love that. So now that everyone's had a little bit of a chance to kind of get to know you and find out a bit more about you, how can they kind of see what you're up to and kind of stay in touch? Okay, well, I am on Facebook and uh, facebook.com slash Terry with a Y dot Dika, D-I-K-A, Volchoff, V-O-L-C-H-O-F-F, like fun, fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, my website is www.interiorfreedomdesigner.com. And if they go on there, there's a free download that they can get. And it's all about identifying your limiting beliefs and a little bit of a remedy as well. 
love for everybody to have that. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Terry, I love talking with you. It's been amazing. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me, Amy. It was really a pleasure. It was nice to get to know you as well. <laughs> Thanks for listening, beautiful. Amy here. Just dropping in for a second to let you know that I've just opened up a limited number of coaching spots. Now, if you're an entrepreneur who's ready to stop spitting in circles and go pro in your business, but you're kind of suffering from information overload, then we should definitely talk. Pop on over to amybiondini.com forward slash connect and let's have a conversation about how I can help you get out of the overwhelm into action that makes sense for you and get you feeling like a legit boss in your business. I know that you can do this. Sometimes all that's needed is a little extra help. Thanks for listening, gorgeous. Love what you heard? Leave a review on iTunes because that helps people find the show. Then get your sweet self over to heartsoulandguts.com and join the convo. And by the way, thanks for being you because the world needs more dreamers who get stuff done.